Brought to you by The Nerd Element. Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Nerd Element Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Kimberly. And with me, as always, is Natasha, a.k.a. Natty Willie. Hola. ¿Cómo estás? <laughs> and Lana. La, <laughs> la, la, Lana. Oh, that was so special. I just, you know, I want to say hi. <laughs> I want to say hi to everyone out there who's listening. I would like to say hello to my co-host. Not just co-host, but I'd like to thank friends, Kimberly and Natasha. Been a hey. while. Been a while. Hello. Hey. Hey, girl. No. <laughs> and, uh, it's been quite a minute, but uh, we're back, and uh, we got some things to go go over with you guys. Like it's what is it? It's been like what three weeks? Oh, it's been way yeah. too long. <laughs> life, okay. That's I know life happens, is. but you know, it's still I miss talking to you guys. Come on. <laughs> I, know. I don't know why, but Otis Redding just popped into my head, and I was. All sitting at the dock of the bay. While you were talking, I was like, uh, it's been a while and I don't know why it made me think of that song. Sorry. Like I wish I could play that on the podcast right now, but <laughs> I feel like with copyright and everything. Sitting on the dock of the bay. Sing it, girl. Sing it. All right. So. All right, let's jump into things. We're going to talk about movies. Yeah, there were quite a few movies that have popped up recently, and some of them were like, cool, and then some of them were like, meh, and then some of them were like, ooh, I'm intrigued. <laughs> <laughs> so there are a few movies. At least all of us saw at least one of them, so... Right. <laughs> we, can, we can have a more uh, thorough discussion. However, <laughs> there are a few of us that have seen movies that others have not yet, so or probably won't, but still. <laughs> what did we start with? Want to start with Captain Marvel? That was the one that came out first, I think. Yeah. We all actually saw it. Yeah. yeah. Might as well, well. Yeah. Because, and I, but let me be the first to like eat crow here because I was just like, this is a movie that I have to get through because all I'm thinking about is Endgame, right? But it was a really good movie and I really enjoyed it. And I saw it, did I see it three times? I think I Really? You liked I it saw, enough for three times? Did I see it twice or three times? I saw it I twice. It I saw it twice. I thought it was um, great. Yeah, because it was. Um, I don't know. I actually enjoyed it. I, the first time I saw it, I was like, I don't know how I feel about her yet. Let me think about it. And then I went back and saw it again. I was like, no, no, she did a good job. Um, but the movie itself, I liked like right off the bat. Um, I liked it. But this is the 90s, you know, there's something about the 90s. Just... You, you like the 90s, Phil, because it's the 90s. And yeah. It's nostalgia. nostalgia yeah. yeah. The 90s was the best. Know. People don't get it, but then some people do. And I like seeing Coulson looking the same Coulson was Coulson before he was even Coulson <laughs> right <laughs> he was still adorable I was like oh so on a scale of one to ten Kim gave it an 11 so right. <laughs> I did not give it an 11 I thought it was it was really and it made a my god it made a lot of money and he gave you it know, a 15 no, I out of ten is probably a nine because ten's right. Like by like Black Panther is up at the top of ten. With in fact, I'm 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 already calling it now. In game is going to be a ten. Um, but um, no, you heard it here first, game. ladies and gentlemen. Yep. <laughs> I so, know. I hope I don't like. Yeah, I hope it's. I just I have faith in them. So. So Natasha, if I could rate it. It's a solid, like, maybe 8.5. The 8.5. What were your likes and dislikes? Like, what was what were your issues? I did like Monica and, um, oh my gosh. What's her Maria. name? Maria. Yes. I liked, of course, the black characters because, yeah, of course. Wait, Maria was the black one and then Monica was... The niece. The- the, the girl, the daughter. Oh, that was her daughter. name. Oh, I'm sorry. The, yes, the daughter. I, for some reason, I feel like uh, Captain Marvel 
or Carol is like considered oh, auntie. So I was like, okay, that's where well, my of. brain was at. Yeah, in a way. Although I do feel like they've hinted that maybe they were more than friends, but they kind of left it open. I didn't get that at all. Nope. <laughs> I got really good friends, but I also see where they could maybe potentially go further with that if they wanted to. But I don't know. <laughs> That's that was the vibe I was getting. Other than a close friendship. I mean, I see stuff like that on Twitter, but I mean every time there's like two females or two guys in movies, you're gonna see that. So um. No, I I I okay, I'm I'm saying though I can see the potential if they decide to go in that direction. That's all I'm saying. Well, it's already 2019, right? So, I wonder if she's going to be in Endgame. Who, uh, Maria? Mm-hmm. Well, Monica w- would be old enough, so yeah. I'm hoping that Monica. they're definitely going to oh, do something yeah. with her. Right. Maria would right. be right. older. Like, oh yeah, because I forgot Carol left. Yeah, she went back to somewhere, she and then find them a home. Yeah, she she helped the crew find a home. Oh, that's right. That's right. I forgot. Okay, the movie's coming back to me. It's been a long time. For like, I thought, I thought they had years. a. I thought they had a cool friendship. I mean, I didn't really pick that up, but I thought their relationship was cool anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was cool. Um, it's nice to it's nice to see because one thing you don't see a lot of, and I don't see a lot, and I haven't seen a lot of, in um, in the Marvel movies or any superhero type movies, it's just like. You know, just like girlfriends, just like, you know, you it's just not something that's there because it's their movies are also male driven. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it's nice to see that was a nice change, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. It was it was a nice it was a nice change. I gave it a seven. I'm in, I'm just impressed because it, it is a nice change. And I think the amount of money that it made. Mm-hmm. tells Disney and Marvel that this is a change that people like um, despite all the like stuff that you know came out right before where there's like people that were trolling with the reviews and stuff like that and then you had some was it yeah, it was James, crazy. James was it James Wood I can't remember who was like well don't go see it you know because she made some because Brie Lawson is outspoken and she did make some comments about the amount of people in media and bloggers being predominantly white and male. Mm-hmm. And um, she just stated an obvious. <laughs> yeah, she, she just stated the obvious and she got blowback for it, a lot of it. Um, mm-hmm. So there was this boycott, it, you know, if you're a white guy, boycott it, blah, blah, blah. And it just didn't did work. You- so let me ask you something because I saw a ton and it could have just been my own personal news feeds or it just could have been whatever. Did you, I, because honestly I saw more articles about quote unquote people wanting to boycott the movie. than I actually saw people saying I'm going to boycott the movie. Like I may have seen like two or three guys saying I'm not going but every time I read an article or saw anything about it, men and women, the vast majority were like, get over it. So did you see a huge boycott presence? No. Just on that particular tweet, by I think it was James Wood who, did, who said it. Um, okay. there's a lot, and that's because he's famous, right? So there's a lot of people. And it was it was men and women who were saying, oh, really? oh she's crazy. I'm going to boycott, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, there were men and women. I'm like, which is like. Sometimes that's we're weird. on a worse enemy, but you know that's a whole nother conversation. Uh, but uh, I did see um, some like Twitter threads about that more than um, actual articles. So I was like, yeah, it wasn't that serious. Same thing with what Jordan Peele recently said. I'm like, he's just stating what's already been happening for years mm-hmm. but now he's changing it so <laughs> yeah when i read what she said or like the transcript of what she said i didn't take that as she didn't want people to see it i think it seemed to me like she was talking more about media representation and wanting to see you know different 
types of media be able to come out and have access. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty to, much what you know, she was saying. Big, to the big studio films. And, you know, it's really about access. You know, who gets to be the ones to do the interviews? And, you know, I completely understand that because I know when Black Panther came out, uh, making sure that Black press was visible and present was something really important. Yeah. You know, so, uh, you know, so we could basically have a voice and say, this is how we felt and this is what the movie you know, meant to us, you know, as opposed to just having, I mean, it should be a mixture. It should be a mixture of everybody being able to report that to get a more fair and balanced idea of what the movie is really like. Yeah, exactly. Some people just couldn't handle it is all. It's just, you know, I liked it though. You know what I liked? I thought, I think out of everybody, her abilities are probably some of my most favorite to watch on screen. Like, you know, with Black Panther and stuff, it's like you have, they have the best tech by far. And I think that's fascinating to see all the things they could do with vibranium and stuff like that. Um, Thor is always fun because he just comes in and then like changes the game, you know, just like in um, Infinity War. But when she comes along, you know, she's got like these superpower, <laughs> you know, cannon hand thingies. I think that is going to be really interesting. And I also am anxious to see her interaction with the rest of the team. I think that's going to be fun too, hopefully. Yes. And of course, another thing I liked, I think one of the reasons why I gave it an 8.5 was definitely the Flurkin. Um, Oh yeah. It's an orange tabby. That's like really a monster, but it's still an orange tabby at the end of the day. And it's not a monster. It's just, Oh yeah. More. Yes. Definitely alien. My apologies. Alien. That's that's inside. That looks like a cat. That looks like a cat. And orange. Uh, I'm not looking at my cat the same way because he's like an orange and white tabby. <laughs> so so I was like, okay, that makes sense because you really like to eat a lot. <laughs> One of the more humorous arcs, a little miniature arc was uh, Nick Fury's affinity for the Flurkin, even <laughs> though he lost an eye. It was, it's just, I don't know, just that whole little... <laughs> I thought it was you adorable. Know, his, his attachment to it. It was just funny. That's what the thing I really love about Marvel movies is just these itty-bitty little injections of humor. Mm-hmm. You know, that kind of at levity, you know, to scenes and stuff like that. You know, even though there's a major flight scene, like something funny, really funny will happen on the side. And I think that's why they work so well. You know, there's a nice balance. Whereas I think DC's biggest problem, which is why their universe is falling apart in little pieces, has been the fact that they don't really know how to do that. And they're, they try to do cohesiveness, but it's almost like they couldn't get out of their own head, you know, and that's why it didn't work. You know, except for the one-offs like, you know, Aquaman I thought was good. Wonder Woman is like my favorite, you know, I thought was great. Um, I've heard awesome things about Shazam. Hopefully, hopefully I'll get to go see it this week. You know, because oh, yeah, I saw that. Did you like it? Yes. Yes, I did. Yeah, I'm I'm really, you know, I love a Zachary Levi. Shout out from the 805. And <laughs> you know, I'm so proud that he's from Ventura County. I don't know what to do. I'm so happy. <laughs> and he's such a nice guy. I mean, you know, we've all got to meet him a couple of times. Yeah. And uh, which is very cool to say, by the way, we've all got to meet him a couple of times. <laughs> right. And, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so and he's always been perfectly lovely and just really like genuine and nice, even if he was like in a hurry, just super nice, you know. So I'm really happy that he's getting, you know, this type of opportunity to lead a movie like this. Absolutely. Uh, exactly. Yeah, it was good casting. Oh, sorry, Kim. Say that again. No, I just said it was good. He's good casting. Yeah. Oh, good. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say about my husband? I just asked. You just said that's your husband. I did. Oh, you literally just said it. Did I? Yep. I don't recall. I thought he was Mich- our friend Michelle's husband. Mm. No. See, what had happened was <laughs> me and Nathan were married. Oh, geez. We hit, we, hit, we hit the skids. There were some things that happened. I didn't appreciate. I need my time. 
Zach was a good friend. (laughs) And um, when me and Nathan said, you know, hey, I don't think it's working. There was a split. He's doing his thing. We're on great terms. We message all the time, you know. And then me and Zach also was like, yeah, it's cool. But then again, better as friends. I've got my eye on someone else right now. I'm intrigued. I want to know. The friends were both of them. We're buds. Is it Tom? Tom? Hiddleston. No. No. No for her. She said no for me. (laughs) Anybody who ever, ever dated Taylor Swift is off the list. (laughs) (laughs) Like automatically. (laughs) Yeah, no. I've got my eyes on some somebody a little more mocha color. That's, that's friends with the... oh, Wait, 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 wait. Is it Mbaku? What? Winston Duke? No. He's oh. involved. Unless they broke up because, you know, his Instagram looking clear lately. Wow. Anyways. Um... <laughs> no, he's got he's had a girlfriend for a long time. Yeah, I know. Okay, really? <laughs> Isn't Zachary Levi dating someone? I don't know. See? Okay, so you don't know. Not close anymore. (laughs) So, you want to talk about us? No. Oh, that's right. We're not talking about us because not not... all of us have seen it. Oh, 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 I see what you did there. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, hopefully... I don't know. Maybe this is the magic week. Maybe this is the week I can see a couple of movies. Hopefully, finally. So, I, oh, we, we totally forgot about to uh, talk about the Cree and Jude Law as a villain. Like, yeah. you know what? For the longest time, I was like, "What is this? What is this appeal with Jude Law?" And oh. I feel like I finally saw it. <laughs> I was like, and maybe because he's older, and I'm just like, oh, I liked young Jew Law. Jew no, Law now, see, like, I feel like I'm, I'm feeling older Jew Law. <laughs> yeah, he played Dumbledore well with his suit. I was like, okay, I like Jew Law, <laughs> especially in a suit. <laughs> yeah, and then um, the Cree. I was not expecting their leader to be as funny as he was oh yeah yeah he it was he was it, it was a comedy like it was it was pretty funny like you expect that from something like ant-man because paul rudd is just like he's a comedian who's not aging by the way but like yeah this was a lot funnier than i thought it was gonna be well you know what like i i, I am gonna go to try see us but the thing is that that movie that what is it little again or that one with? oh yeah that is coming out this weekend so I'm gonna have to go see that because I have to. Yeah, we have to. We have to show support. I was laughing at. I mean, every time I see the trailer for it, I start cracking up. So I gotta, I gotta go see that. And that starts um, this weekend. So it's it's weird because I have a list from AMC, and I have two of them being taken up right now because of in-game tickets that I have to wait for fall off because you get three movies a week, um, which was a chore in itself in-game tickets mm-hmm. but if you were amc anyway so i have to wait for it to <laughs> i have to wait for it to fall off on tuesday be- or thursday before i can buy any other tickets um do you like that amc what do you have yes i do and who i like and i didn't know this so anybody out there who uses it and and you probably already know this but i didn't still get your tickets through fandango because you can get vip points and you can use your a-list so it doesn't charge you mm-hmm. It uses okay. your A-list stub, it's, and and you get VIP points, so you can earn free tickets to any theater that you want. Also, if you go see like Marvel movies or like Disney movies, if you connect your Disney Anywhere account, you get points for that mm-hmm. too. So, um, I did not know this. I was like, "What?" So I, I, I um, I fixed that for for Endgame and. Um, I submitted my stubs for Captain Marvel to get points for that for Disney mm-hmm. and yeah, so I would definitely take advantage of that because I don't know how much longer they're gonna allow people to do that. It's kind of like double dipping, but um, the only thing is you if you don't buy your a like AMC tickets through the app or online, then it doesn't show the the QC code in your mobile app. You have to mm-hmm. wait to get the 
email or the text message from Fandango, which kind of sucks, but um, it's still to get both of those points. I would, I would do it this way. Hmm. Cause I don't have anything special. It's like, because for whatever reason, and I don't know why it seems like I don't have time to go to the movies anymore. Like I used to, and it's weird. And I'm trying to figure it out. Um, it's, you know, I'm wondering if something like that, like how many movies do you need to see a month for it to pay off? You in California only need to see one in oh, really? IMAX or, or Dolby for oh. it to pay off. Like, okay. cause it's 19 a month and those tickets in oh. California are, are that much. So, and it's, yeah, they are. <laughs> if you go to, if you go to like a regular digital screening or like an IMAX 3D screening, it, they bought, it all counts for you. So thing is out here though we most the best theaters that we have are regal though yeah like yeah. because i go or what is regal is cinemark xd right the right. um century cinemark. century theaters mm-hmm. that's regal i think i don't yeah, think regal those are done one yet i i waited for a while my points started expiring with them i don't know why regal hasn't done theirs yet but they haven't yeah, and so the AMC theaters aren't super close by, and as far as just movie-going experience, the Century, where I live, the Century ones are kind of the best ones. And that's kind of what's here. We've got, like, two Century theaters, and then we've got an Edwards, which I hate. I hate the Edwards theater out here, so I never, ever go. Really, all I need is a recliner chair. So I need to look into that, because now I'm bougie when I go to the movies. I need to be able to lay out. <laughs> we're all spoiled now oh dude look i want adults only with a drink and a recliner <laughs> that's like that's what i want for my new movie going experience wow yeah i know it's <laughs> real quick what did you think of the fight scenes with captain marvel i don't know i cool. I mean, I guess it depends on where like a lot of it was computer generated when she was flying through the air but the ones on the ground were okay. I mean, I, di- I didn't see. I didn't have a problem with them or anything. Why did you? Did you not like the fight scenes? No, I was just curious. Mm-hmm. I think it worked with what what kind of movie they were trying to do. So yeah, yeah. I mean, she didn't really do a lot of like hand to hand combat because she didn't need to. Well, exactly. So it's kind of like it's kind of like a mixture, which is nice because with Iron Man, he just mostly flies around and shoots. Mm-hmm. Same thing with uh, Anthony Mackie's character. Why am I drawing Falcon. a blank here? Thank you. I'm mm. like, I know it's a bird. <laughs> um, Rhodey, same thing. Thor, I mean, he has his hammer, or he had it. Yeah, he has his hammer. But it's mostly like lightning. And he like fights with the hammer. So Winter Soldier is like the only movie that I feel like had the best fight choreography still yeah it did there's a lot of fan hand combat in winter soldier that's a good movie yes it is and speaking of marvel real quick um you've been like rewatching like all the movies to prepare for endgame yeah i'm gonna try to get there's a yeah there's some people have done that and i actually have a friend who has not even seen all of them that is trying to watch them all for the first time before endgame that i'm like interested in knowing what she thinks because yeah um and she because she has kids so she has not been able to go to the movies and watch all of them um so um uh, i'm interested to see what she thinks of the first time watching them some of them i haven't seen since you know 2009 10 uh i had only seen thor the dark world once um i had only seen age of ultron once um i had only seen captain america once which was a shame because really yeah, because um, I just I remember when I saw it in the theaters, I was I didn't I didn't particularly like it, and I think I went back and watched them in uh, the order that CNET recommended, and it had that first and not Iron Man, um, because I I believe Iron was it mm, Iron Man and Hulk, they and I think Thor happened like the same week or something like that, um, and they mentioned it in the movies. Um, so it was a lot like, but you can, you can see that when you're watching it. Um, and so I, I watched Captain America first and there's things that like, I didn't catch the first time around because I didn't know to look for them. You learn a lot going over these movies over like 
you know, the years, things that they pointed to that were coming up that you had no idea because how would you? Um, so it was really, it was really interesting. Sorry, our alarm's going off right now. Sorry if you guys hear that. But um, anyway, it was a, it was a, I don't know. It was what, 22 movies? So, um, and I watched them over about a week. So I, I do about three a day, I think. I, and none of them were, I don't think any of them were bad. I did not like Iron Man 3. That solidified it. But I thought the rest of them were, were fine. Ultron, I remember not liking Age of Ultron, but it was... Uh, the the second time around watching it, I thought it was all right. Uh, James Spader makes me laugh. I like James Spader. I don't know. You know, the newer movies were stuck in me. I mean, I've seen, I seen Black Panther like 17 times. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like I've seen it a bunch of times. Uh, I only saw Spider-Man once, so this was the second time seeing Spider-Man, and I still think it's just okay. I, it's weird, because I like Tom Holland, but I thought the Spider-Man movie was just okay. What I need, you know what I need is, because I there's no way I'd ever be able to finish all the movies before it came out. Um, <laughs> I can't even manage to go to a movie. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, so I'm wondering um, if I did have the time, like, what's, I want a list of, like, the bare minimum. Like, what do I absolutely have to watch to understand what's going on with Endgame like I'm wondering what movies can I skip you know what like I I saw lists like that um Mm -hmm. for people who didn't have time to read all or watch all of them I will try to find it for you um I know Ant-Man and the Wasp was on there and so was Ragnarok um but I can't remember well of course Infinity War but I can't remember what else was on there. So I, have well, I would to... think at minimum the first Avengers movie and even maybe the second Avengers movie because it introduced Scarlet Witch and Vision. Yeah. I'll have to find the list because I'll have to check. I, I, I honestly, I don't remember. Yeah, and I, I a, only think Ant-Man and the Wasp because of the ending part. Like, I don't even think that it's, yeah. I know that's why they mentioned it. Yeah, um, but... I think Ant-Man and the Wasp, you can and literally skip the entire movie and just watch the after credits and be fine. Mm-hmm. You know, well, even that was better than I, I liked it more. This I liked both Ammons more than the second time because I had only watched both of them once too. See, um, I like the first Ant Man because I thought it was hysterical. The second one, I was just like, no, I didn't like it. I didn't think it was that funny. Um, I because I have a friend too, and she has not seen all of them. And I was like, I'm going to find a shortened list because she doesn't have time to watch them all either. And I'm like, I'm going to find a shortened list to give you. What has she seen? I guess. Um, She's seen like bits and pieces of, I don't remember all the ones she told me, but like bits and pieces of, you know, certain ones. Like, I don't think she's ever seen the first Avengers, but she's seen like Dr. Strange or something. So it's kind of random. The ones that she saw. Yeah, that is random. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So another movie that came out this past weekend is Pet Cemetery, and uh, y'all know me and how I reacted to the trailer from the last podcast episode. So you know I wasn't trying to see it. <laughs> so, but Kimberly surprisingly <laughs> saw it. <laughs> so Kimberly, what what are your thoughts? I mean, I honestly, I saw it because nobody in my family would see it. They were all chicken. And I was like, okay, well, for once in my life, because I am a scaredy cat, I don't go like, I don't understand. My sister would go see like the Conjuring universe. I can't, I can't, uh-huh. I can't see that stuff. Scary. Um, but I, I, it was not scary. And if you like the original or the book, I would just wait. That is all I have to say about that. I mean, did you think the performances were good or well nobody in the first movie could really act so yeah i think they were a lot better than the people in the first movie but um it's just it's too off the rails for me like i I don't so you preferred the original version because of the story and the fact that they kind of follow the original a lot better than or you know the book than this version well, I don't even think I finished the book. I remember, like, I read the book and then I realized, wow, this is not, um, this is really dark and scary and I just can't read this. Because I was, like, younger. 
Um, but um, and I don't even think the first one really followed the book completely. It was a lot toned down, at least the parts that I read. But this second movie just, I don't even know. It just went, whoop. So, I don't know. Some people might like it. I mean, I've seen people post that they thought it was good, but I didn't. I didn't you thought it. it was trash. Okay. I didn't think it was trash. It's just that it wasn't scary. And um, one of our friends, Karma, mentioned that her audience laughed, but we don't think that, you know, she doesn't think that the director meant for them to laugh. Wow. Um, and so that is always a bad sign. And I can totally see that. Okay. But you apparently liked one thing about the movie. And what was that? Yeah, I doubt, like the the cat's face was like hilarious. I just the like it was that cat was like I don't even know if they put in a like a robot or something and or if that was like a cat that was trained. Um, but it's a it's a good actor. <laughs> I feel like this is irony considering how you don't like cats. I just, I, I just don't <laughs> like. I, I don't, and I'm telling you that cat is the epitome of like what I think cats are. I just, and that's probably why I like that cat. Wow. Sorry. Oh, but well, hey, that, that kind of makes like, sense now. So <laughs> that cat deserves an Oscar. Like I don't know, if you can't give cats Oscars, but I feel, I feel like that cat was a star of the show. Um, <laughs> And they didn't pay it enough, whatever it was. Oh, gosh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay. Right, so um, we can't talk about us, but I saw a few indie films. Uh, so the New African Film Festival was several weeks ago. Um they sh- were showing a lot of movies at the AFI Culture Center in Silver Spring. So there were a lot of movies that I was interested in, but I only had time for really one, or I could only afford one. So I did the romantic comedy Before the Vows. Ooh. Yeah, because I'm a romantic, huh? How about that? It's a romantical. It's a romantic uh, like comedy. Comedies. Um, set in the capital of Ghana, the film captures the relationship between a happy couple, Ni and Afwa, as they navigate the anxiety of their upcoming nuptials and question what it takes um, to have a happy marriage. So I thought it was very interesting. It's kind of like a comedy drama. Uh, the story reflects a modern day African love story that can be universally understood by millennials around the world. I thought the actors were great. Um, I loved that it was a black couple. Like, I just loved the focus. <laughs> I just, it was all black and I was just, like really happy. <laughs> um, the way that they approached their relationship and just the, the funniest were pretty much the relationship with the parents and like the moments between them as a couple sometimes was really funny, but there were definitely some serious moments and some things that I didn't expect and I was happy that I didn't expect it. And, but the ending was kind of weird for me, but I, I really thought it was good. So if it happens to come on Netflix or, you know, Amazon, it's definitely worth a rent. Um, and it's definitely worth, you know, watching. So I, I really liked it. Yes. I was all trying to, I was like, what, where is this? And I try to look up, like, African film festivals here near me, and, like, why is there one that's 225 bucks? And I'm like, why? (laughs) Yeah, and so another indie film that I saw uh, was called Burning by Palace Films. It actually was nominated for best foreign language film or it was like selected at the academy awards but it didn't like win anything and it's it's won like a lot of awards like 2019 asian film awards for best director um was a nominee for 2019 independent spirit awards um winner for best film at the 2018 korean academy awards and when it's like among the top five national board of review of 2018 best foreign language language film. Um, and it's been like in several film festivals. So 
it's gotten a lot of like traction and it's pretty much based on a story by Haruku Murakami. This is from the Palace Films website. Uh, Korean master Lee Chang Dong's remarkable new fil- thriller Burning was the most acclaimed film in Cannes, setting the record for the highest ever score achieved in the 18-year history of the screens in a national prestigious critics poll. And what it's about is it's while working as a courier in Seoul, aspiring young writer Jung Soo played by UN and encounters the lively Haimi Jun's played by Jung Jun Shung Sao. Sorry if I'm pronouncing that wrong. A childhood friend from his hometown. The two spend the day together and when Haimi asks him to feed her cat while she's away on a trip to Africa, Jung Soo is convinced of a burgeoning romantic relationship. But on her return, when he arrives at the airport to collect her, uh, Jung Soo is surprised and confused to find Haimi accompanied by the handsome Gatsby-esque um, Ben, played by Steven Yen from The Walking Dead. Hello! <laughs> that was like my major attraction for seeing this movie. The three begin an awkward friendship with Jung Soo's feelings for Haimi growing even stronger. Even if it's apparent she has fallen under the spell of Ben. Suddenly, after Ben makes a strange confession, Jung Soo is led to question his motivations, and he sets off on an increasingly desperate search to uncover the truth, even if the line between reality and imagination begins to blur, because uh, Haimi actually goes missing. And so, I really like this film. It was strange, but it's definitely a slow burner, and there were definitely a lot of poignant moments for me that I felt really resonated and was very well acted, and they're definitely on the money when it's com- when it comes to Gatsby S because uh, Stephen Yen definitely played that role really well, and I actually liked um, the main actor Jung Soo or the you know the guy that played him as well because I thought he his awkwardness was a little bit it was really endearing, and there's like you're pretty much following his story and his journey, and pretty much his feelings for, you know, Hamey, Hamey's issues, you know, you see the correlation with Ben and his, you know, quirkiness and also his weirdness in a way. And so I I just really liked it. And it's going to be on Netflix actually at the end of the month, April 29th. So, you guys have Netflix. I would totally want you guys to see it. I'd watch it. It sounds interesting to me. I mean, that's like something that I'd watch. So, And it's definitely subtitled. So, of course, that's the best thing. So <laughs> I didn't mind that at all. And um, again, it's slow burning. So there are some slow parts. But I think overall, the mystery of it and just what was happening to the characters was interesting enough to still like interest you. And figuring out what's happening and what's really true and what's could be false and just yeah. Cool. I will. Uh, I will definitely check that out. Me yeah, too. both both movies. I I loved them so. I would try and watch them again if I can. <laughs> cool. Nice. Nice experience. Yeah, and I actually saw Burning at. AFI Culture Center again because I think it was the tail end of another film festival but um, they were showing it like one night and I was like okay it's Steven Yen I loved him in um, The Walking Dead and I've loved him as you know part of Voltron voicing as uh, Keith and then I've um, I loved his character in uh, oh my gosh is it Sorry to Bother You? Um, I'm not sure. I don't think I've seen Sorry to Bother You, although I keep hearing the name. Check it out, but I didn't see Sorry to Bother You. It, it was weird, but it, it was looks pretty really weird. Um, and his character actually played, like, you know, the friend of the main character or, like, his co-worker, and then, like, he actually tries to steal, steal his girl. And I was like, I, I just... I was like, well, I find Steven Yen attractive. So I was like, okay, I can see the appeal. And I, I just want him to be like a lead. And uh-huh. in a way he was like a, he was a lead, but like he wasn't like the main character. 
it, it's um, the other guy for Burning, but I still thought like for his role, it was still different from like his role in The Walking Dead is different from his role as Keith, and it was also his charisma um, that he displayed and started to bother you was definitely in this film. So, what else? Let's see. Would you, you know what, we have, um, one thing we have out here is Pan-African Film Festival, but because it's in February and I have to work, I never get to go. But, um... Boo hiss. I know. It's freaking work, dude. Um, but, uh, I, well, several, several, several years ago, I did get to see a movie called Sankofa, and, um, you know, that was one of the movies that were showcased there. And I don't even remember what it was about. But it was a, like more of an art house film. And I liked it. And I don't even know that it's available anymore. But we've got a signed poster. Cool. In the den. And I would oh, love to go to more film festivals. I would love to go to a South by Southwest. But alas, shit. that's lots of money. So therefore, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, there's definitely some film festivals on my bucket list um that's a nice segue into like con news but like tribeca film festival is like the end of april early may in fact it starts the same weekend as awesome con which really sucks because i would have loved to just like you know stay the entire time but granted i can't even like afford to go now but it, it's it's happening and there's just a lot of interesting films that are coming and the box office isn't too bad you can pay for like a set number of tickets which is good and of course there's vip packages uh so far it doesn't look like anything sold out which is good oh wait sorry looks like sale has ended (laughs) (laughs) oh wait someone something did sell out the awards day pass has sold out never mind yeah but so. right now you can still buy the Hudson Pass, which is like a um like even higher than the VIP packages. Oh wait, it's actually lower. It's kind of like that's the VIP and VIP packages starting at six thousand, which is like ridiculous. But you know, it's it's a film festival. What you, what you gonna do? Um, but you can like do Tribeca Immersive, Beacon Theater events, Cinema Three Sixty. Free Film Friday, which is good. And then there's evening weekend tickets and matinee screenings. So check it out. Check out their website. And they actually give you like a film guide. And the good thing about Tribeca is they also do TV. And apparently they're also doing games, VR, and other special events. So it sounds like they're trying to compete with South by Southwest now. Yes, and it looks like a major sponsor is AT&T, so there's that. So, you also went to a travel festival? I went to the DC Travel Adventure Show that was, oh my gosh, about three weeks ago. Um, It was interesting, like... I liked that there were different like speakers and they're talking about like their experience. In fact, there was one speaker that was talking about like the different ways of packing and different packing tubes that you can use. And one of them that um, I use already. And then the other one that he showed was um, like the folding kind of like a package tube or is kind of, it looks like a, um, one of those document <laughs> folder things but it's really like you put your clothes in it and you fold it a certain way. Um, kind of like what's what's that chick's name that does like the folding really well of different clothes? Oh, um, is it Mary Candy or something? About. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah, so I was like, oh, I may need to get that myself because I can always use some folding tips because I just pack way too much. And I need to stop. And I got to meet uh, Kelly Edwards. She has her own uh, show on the Discovery Channel. And um, I got to meet her in person and take a take a photo with her. And um, another thing that I really liked was the cultural dances that they showed um, throughout the day. Um, 
there was like a Bolivian dance troupe and they went through like a cultural historical uh, different dances as well as of course African film um, dancing and I filmed a little bit of it I still need to post it up but um, I thought the layout was very interesting it's definitely an exhibit hall and there were definitely like hotels and stuff that were you know trying to get you to do timeshares pretty much um but you can do like a free weekend uh there was um a travel iron uh that is just steam and it actually like you don't need to plug it in you just put like a little bit of salt water and or salt and water and it's good to go um and there is no on off switch you just you know the way that she, you know, showed me, I was like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> and it's light, which is good for when you're packing. So it's it's a good thing to, you know, have with you in a pinch. And there were a few, like, contests, like, with free trips and stuff. And the way that they had it laid out was, like, a lot of the U.S. states were, like, all together. And then there were like the countries that were like all together. Um, I did uh, visit a few of the African booths. Um, one was Cameroon. And I tried this nut. Uh, I can't remember what it's called, but it was really bitter. I was like, a nut? Oh. Yes, a nut. <laughs> a nut? <laughs> a nut. <laughs> interesting yeah it was kind of like um it was just really bitter and i was like oh my gosh but apparently it's really good for your digestive system i'm like i probably need all the help i can get with that but i was like trying to my face was hilarious because i know my face was like really like masking my i had to drink some water i had to like eat something sweet because i was like that is some bitter ish but apparently good for you. So I would still visit the country. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm glad the bitter nut did not stop you. I know. <laughs> from wanting to go. That's yeah, exactly. really all I can say. That's it. And I visited this one booth where I could actually like, um, it was kind of like a kitty area, but you can like shoot arrows and I haven't really like done like the whole bow and arrow thing. So I had like a, a few practice sessions and I actually got one through the hole at one, one time. I was like, Oh yay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And they were actually doing, um, global entry, like applications and stuff like that. So you can like have an easier time, um, you know, at the airport, but I, I missed that window. So to sign up for like an appointment and stuff. So I was like, darn, but that would have been a good time to, you know, get signed up for like pre-check and all that stuff. And even do passports they were offering, um, you know, to do the photos and stuff at the travel show. So I thought that was cool. Mm-hmm. That sounds nice. Sounds like, so yeah, I, I would, I would go again because I, you know, the countries and, you know, the different states, of course, are trying to entice you to visit their, you know, their place. And so um, some booths, I'm not going to lie, were better than others as far as like interacting. But I feel like, um, you know, I think it's a good way to a learn about a country and to um, see if maybe that's a country you want to visit. And I feel like it's open enough for, you know, beginner travelers or, you know, people that are curious about traveling as well as, you know, experienced travelers. Because, of course, they're going to try to find the best deal. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And it was it was on for two days. So it was Saturday and Sunday. And they actually have more than one show. They travel like around they do the different travel shows around different cities around the country. So they could be in your area. I know they have an L.A. show. If I'm not mistaken, there's definitely one in Philadelphia. So many of the major cities, they do like a, a travel show. So, mm-hmm. Wow. I thought it was interesting. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. and you said you have Awesome Con coming up. And, and Great Philadelphia Comic Con. This is this coming weekend. Okay. And what, but Awesome Con is when? Uh, end of April. So, April 26th through the 28th. 
I bought and, a ticket for a Kamapalooza. That was the, it's the first week of it was the second week of May, I think. Just I, one day though, because I was like, I can't drive down there multiple days. I just can't. Yeah, and uh, there was someone that's going to be there that has Michelle like super excited. Grant. Oh yeah, Gustin. Grant Austin. Yeah, Grant Gustin. Yeah. That would be Grant Gustin. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, he just I don't know. He it was like $110 for his photo op. It's like $195 for uh, the Mother of Dragons. And I'm like, I didn't pay that. I No, I did pay that for the Skywalker Twins, but that was the Skywalker Twins. Well, that was right. the Skywalker Twins. Yeah, I'm like, that's way too much. Like, I'm not. Um, I'll get my picture taken with Worf because it's Worf. Yeah, I, sh- I probably won't have a chance to do that again. So I'm going to do that. Um I think the well, the lady who plays Beverly Crusher is going to be there too. So, so I'm just going to go for that one day. Yeah. Um unfortunately because of uh my work situation, I may not have time as much as I would like as far as um coming in Friday for Great Philadelphia Comic Con nor Awesome Con, but I'll see if I can work that out. Which is disappointing cuz I really like going the first day. <laughs> and traditionally I have you know, gone the first day. Um, but I may miss it, which kind of sucks, but it is what it is. And um, with Great Philadelphia Comic Con, they did release their panel schedule. So there were a few that, you know, caught my eye. Um, cosplay and social media, everything is awesome. Presents movie fix- fixers, that's on Friday. Um, mm-hmm. Some fan panels, The Last Padawan. Uh, mostly photo ops. Hold on. How to succeed in YouTube in 2019? Dragon Ball Discourse, Never Ending Stories with Alan Oppenheimer. All that's on Friday, and then they usually have the major panels on Saturday. Mm-hmm. In fact, one of them was called Saturday Morning Cartoons: A Return to the Greater Years. I was like, oh yeah, that that sounds like my kind of panel. <laughs> And, um, well, it just sounds I know. like there's a lot to do. Yeah, there's enough stuff to do for sure. Oh, The Prince and the Puppeteer with Jack Leeson. I thought that would be interesting. Dark Knights of the Round Table, course correcting the DCEU. <laughs> and Hot Fuzz, Cool Frost with Nick Frost. I am really looking forward to meeting him. And, of course, at the same time, which is going to be conflicting for me, is Trademarks, Copyright, and Media Law. That would probably be a good panel to go to. Uh, but it's the same time as the Nick Frost panel. So, you know, that that's no surprise when it comes to cons in general. There's usually always some kind of conflict. It's like you always want to be in, you know, more than one place. So, yeah, it's definitely one of those uh, smaller cons. But I think it, it packs a lot of punch because they bring in a lot of good guests. So... They actually have a lot of the um, Red Dead uh, Redemption uh, voice cast coming as well. So if you're a fan of the game, uh, there's going to be a lot of voice actors there so you can get to meet them. And of course, if you're a fan of The Expanse, which I am, and I think, Kimberly, you watch it too, right? And uh, Lana? I do. Mm, mm, mm. What? nothing oh i know what you're you're thinking Mm -hmm. um yeah uh and of course i love Cass anvar he's always great to talk to um in person um and i love to meet frankie adams finally in person because i've i've been a fan of bobby uh since she got introduced so it would be nice to try and talk to her a little bit if i can um and some of the izami uh, cast uh, Malcolm Goodwin, Rose McGyver, and Daniel Benjo- Bonjour. He was recently announced as coming to Great Philadelphia Comic Con, and uh, they also have a panel actually on Saturday. The Expanse panel, ironically, is on Sunday, and I was hoping it was on Saturday because I'm going to have to leave early on Sunday. I'm like, are you serious right now? <laughs> but fortunately, I did see their panel at Dragon Con, so that makes me happy. <laughs> Well, hopefully it's before you have to leave. It's right around the time that I should be leaving, but I'm probably going to stick around just for that panel and then dip right after. Mm 
Um, but there is also another con that I found out about last year and it was too late for me to really go. So I'm kind of hoping to go, but I may not again because of my situation. But um, Escape Velocity is like a major uh, science con. But they also have like different types of panels. Uh, they kind of dip in a little bit into fantasy and um, just like science fiction. Uh, so they have like different authors. Dominic Tipper from The Expanse is, is going to be there as well. And there were um, a few authors. And uh, actually one thing that intrigued me was there was a cosplayer that actually used to be a, a member of the Jabberwockies, the breakdance group that I loved when I saw them on um, American's Best Dance Crew. And they also have their uh, Las Vegas show. So I was like, oh, I may want to try and talk to him if I can. But apparently he's from this area. So I was like, that's awesome. So um, he has a few panels and he's actually going to be teaching a dance class or like a hip hop class. So I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to that. So um, that's actually Memorial Day weekend and it's in National Harbor. So there are still hotel rooms available and it's at the Gaylord National Convention Center. Video or it didn't happen. You know what? <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll make sure to film. <laughs> Put but that, that on it, it really look it really looks like fun because I actually took a um, pop locking class last year at BlurCon, which is another con that I'm really looking forward to. Rachel True is actually going to be at BlurCon this year, so I'm excited for that. Oh, they actually let her come to one. I mean, she's well, invited. BlurCon. It, so it wouldn't make sense if she wasn't invited. Come on now. Yeah. So uh, BlurCon is in June. The f- no, sorry, it's in the first week of July, first weekend in July. So it's like right around the corner with um with San Diego. But since I'm not going, that's kind of like I can go. <laughs> well, it's just interesting the battle that she's had to go through to even have any type of recognition for her role as one of the main four characters in the craft. So I'm yeah. glad to see that she's going to be at, at BlurCon. It's really kind of ridiculous. Well, considering it's supposed to be for blurs like us, it's it makes sense. And I'm glad, again, that she's getting some kind of form of recognition because Real Talk, she was the reason why I even watched that movie. I wouldn't have cared about the movie if she wasn't in it. Exactly. Like, she was on the cover, and I was like, oh my gosh, a black witch that looks like me. Oh my gosh, let me watch it. Yeah, so. yeah, I can't believe she wasn't invited to the those. <laughs> That's just ridiculous. Uh, and there was an article recently that she had to, like, correct because they actually omitted her. And I'm like, are you serious right now? I'm just... <sighs> I would feel so, like all kinds of which ways like I would move on but at the same time I would just still be pissed in general because that's just I know I did that movie and you're just going to admit like I wasn't part of the main cast are you serious right now mm-hmm. Ugh. and the whole situation where she's not like invited to cons like she wasn't you know you know what mm-hmm <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Next week is a big week because we've got our Game of Thrones premiere, which I know I'm definitely excited about. So we'll talk about that next time. And us. Oh, yeah. And us. I'm, you know, hopefully. 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 That means you have to see it. Right. I know. I'm going to try my best. I am. And little. So that's oh like my three gosh. movies that we we or two really, movies that we would really want to go over that I would like yeah, to go over anyway. Yeah, cause I know I really want to support that. Um, it's important to me to go see that. Really, so I'll do my best. It's a big yeah, that and say. and then um, I'll you know cover Great Philadelphia Comic Con because that would have happened by the time we record again. Alrighty, guys. Mm-hmm. Should we go over where to find us on the internet? Anybody think, have an I think, Instagram? I think we should. Uh, 
I met Lana Travels, and I'm going to update my picture sometime soon. Because I have some. Yes. Does anybody else have an Instagram? <clears throat> uh, not yet. Jeez. Oh, yeah. Too bad. I am at one. I'm one hungry nerd at Instagram. And then we're all at at the nerd element and at T and E underscore travel. Uh-huh. And we have a website. www.thenerdelement.com And yeah. maybe somebody will get an Instagram. You know what? But I am on Twitter at Wolfcat12. Thank you all for listening. And we will talk to you next time. Bye. 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 A product of the Nerd Element.